Danny J. And I'm Jill Coleman. Welcome to the Best Life Podcast. Here, we talk about everything from success, money, relationships, and entrepreneurship to productivity, honest communication, positive psychology, and how to cultivate an abundance mindset. Make money, travel the world, deepen your relationships, live full out. This is the best life. We are recording in the lab, in the beat lab. <laughs> Here we are. We are uh, in Manhattan Beach, the studio, and uh, today we have a really fun and interesting query from, do we get this in the Facebook group or a DM? Yeah, this is in the Facebook group. Um, it's anonymously posted, and I'm assuming it's, yeah, she did give permission to talk about it. She said she was interested in our take, even though it's anonymous still, so um I'm just going to read the whole thing because I think there's a lot of context and there's a lot of um, nuance, so I will read it all. She said, hi, everyone. I'm going through the thick of it and to to describe the it. I'm 31 years old and I've only been with one partner my entire life, my husband. We met when I was 20 and he was 27. He had had many partners prior to me and one serious relationship. Me, I had neither. Off and on, I've entertained the idea of what it would be like to be with someone else, someone new and different, to have had different experiences. And part of me still fiercely craves this. I'm unsure if I will ever be able to feel fulfilled without having these experiences and opportunities to have connections with others. I get that it comes off as I want to make sure that there's nothing better out there, but that's not really it. I love my husband very much. He's a great partner and probably the best person I could ever hope to have. And I know that already. The dissonance between being in a marriage but also craving other is so emotionally taxing. I've been going to therapy and was encouraged to have the hard conversation and confide in my partner that I had curiosity about other people. It went okay, but ultimately he told me I need to figure out what I want because he doesn't want to be giving 100% when I'm half in, half out. I think it's totally fair, but how do I know? My gut tells me I need to learn how to be on my own and also explore and grow through other relationships. But my heart breaks at the thought of hurting my husband and separating and possibly making a huge error. I know the grass is not always greener on the other side. I'm not looking for greener grass. I just want the chance to feel what concrete or cobblestone outside the fence yard feels like. Any advice is greatly appreciated, but please be kind. This truly is taking a toll on me. And there was a lot of comments. Well, not a lot of comments. A good handful of comments and some great advice from folks. But I was like, this is a good topic we could dive into. And I think there's so many, there's almost too much to say to just leave a comment below this mm-hmm. post. So mm-hmm. yeah, this is, this is one of those situations where like, they're both in my estimation, like they're both right. Mm-hmm. They're both right. They're both valid. And this is truly a, I don't want to say unfortunate, right? Because at the end of the day, like it will work out however it's going to work out. It will work out how it's supposed to work out. It will work out how it's going to, and everyone will have gotten the lessons that they needed to get. But when you're in the thick of it, and I'm glad she used that ter- that phrase because it really truly is that. Like these are those moments where you, it's so hard to see like any positive outcome sometimes. Like, because she said like, you know, I feel like I should be on my own, but I don't want to hurt my husband and, and things like that. And it's like, And I think high level, how I see this is, this is, I don't want to say it's a runaway train, but this is definitely something that I feel like is probably going to transpire Mm -hmm. based on just her language. And, and I don't judge that at all. Um, And it's not, it's not about judgment, but I do think based on her language, 
I don't think that you just nip these thoughts in the bud. I yeah. think that, that I think it's a nice thought to think you can. You know, I remember when I was, um, you know, leaving my partner before my husband and my friends were like, don't even, just don't have feelings for him. Like, just lock it down. Just like shut it off. And you can't. And not that's the exact thing she's talking about, but it's still a feeling of I want to have another experience. And I truly believe that that's a valid desire, you know, to, I can't imagine just being with one person, you know? Yeah. And so I can't speak from experience, but I can't imagine just being with one person. So, and it's not that it's bad or wrong. It's not, it's certainly not that he's bad or wrong. It's just, it is what it is. And they're in a scenario where something does have to change because if it doesn't, she's truly going to be sort of stifling her own growth and her own fulfillment, you know, whether that's an emotional connection, a sexual connection, you know, or just going through the lesson of this, I feel like on some level, this is going to transpire. Um, and I don't at this point that you can really stop it, but how do you make sense of all of the feelings that are coming yeah. up for both of them? Well, I love that she posted this and shared it and you can feel the, uh, like the heartbreak and the, the confusion and the wants. And you can hear like in her language of kind of where she's like, she says, my gut wants this, but I also am so scared. I think this is something that, a lot of us fear, like when I was leaving my husband, I had this fear of what if I do get the divorce and then I regret it? Like we have fears of these future regrets or what if it's, what if I walk away if from I the ruin, best thing that yeah, ever happened? Ruin the yeah. best thing that ever happened to me. And there's, you know, that's a, that's a fear a lot of people have. Um, I feel like, you know, the husband could have different experiences around this too. I mean, like maybe the best case scenario would be like you bring it to him and he's like, sure, honey, go live your life, see what you want to do and then come back and I'll still be here. Like, of course that would sound amazing, but most people aren't going to do that. It could happen. And I'm sure it does for some people, but it sounds like that's not what he wants. And I read one of the comments, someone said, you're not being fair to your husband by staying. He sounds like a good man, which I don't, you know, I don't know how she can get all that from this, but let him be with someone who loves him 100%. And I think that's actually kind of not fair because I feel like she does love him 100%, but she also wants this other thing. I think we can love someone so much and still want something else. And I think that's a, where she's really struggling. She's like, he's a good man. I do know he's a good man. He's great. And and also, he had to. He got to try out other people. He did have this experience that I didn't get. And I think sometimes there's a feeling of unfairness too, of going, well, you got to see other people. You got to know, you got to choose me. And I was 20 years old and you were my first of everything. And so I think there's a very real like curiosity there for a lot of people. I don't think she's alone in feeling that going, you're all I know. So how do I know if this is really right if you're the only person? And what could happen is she goes around, she tries a bunch of people out and she goes, you know what? He was the one I wanted. And she goes back and they get back together and everything works out. Or she goes back and he's gone. And I think that's the fear is I'm going to go, I'm going to see what's out there and realize he's, he's the one for me. And then he doesn't want me anymore. And you have to be ready to accept any of those scenarios in this situation. And that's really tough to make that decision. It is really hard because, you know, you look from the husband perspective and I think you nailed it. We're like, you know, you decide to get married and you're like, this is my life partner and this is how we're going to be for the rest of our lives. And that's all you've known. I don't know. I think a part of me is like, doesn't, didn't he have an, any idea that maybe that would potentially come up at some point, Yeah, you know, like, and, and so it's not to blame him, but like in a way I'm like, 
you know, you knew that you were her first, you knew that she was 20. I don't know that I would be shocked at this conversation, to be honest, if I was him, I don't know that I'd be shocked by it, you know? So part, and it doesn't mean he needs to stay, by the way, if she decides she wants to do anything different, doesn't mean she ne- he needs to like martyr himself out and be like, oh, try whoever you need. I'll be right here. Like he doesn't have to be like the most supportive partner. He can certainly do his own thing. But I think that's the fact, I just want to commend her for having the conversation. Yes. I mean, this is massive. And the first time you read this to me like a week ago, I was like, wow, like the fact that she did have the conversation without just going and fucking cheating on him is massive like huge and so like bravo to you for that because most people would not do that most people would not do that they would not include their partner they would go and have an affair and so the fact that you did that shows a level of loyalty and a level of respect and a level of trust and being someone who was cheated on like I would have loved that opportunity to be able to have a say and so I think you have to give credit where credit is due because she's very honest about where she's at. She's not trying to stuff it down. She's not trying to pretend it's not there. And she's also not trying to be sneaky. And so the fact that the conversation was had, and it sounds like it might be one of those things where we have to have a series of conversations, it could be one of those things where maybe she's able to, and I don't know if this is her scenario, but if I was her, maybe explain it to him in a way that doesn't take away from everything that he provides, you know, especially for men. I feel like they need to know like they're the provider. They're the fucking man. They, you know, like they need to know that they're number one. So I don't know for her. And I, I don't know. I couldn't tell from the message whether this is just about sex or this is about something else too. Yeah. Right. Cause if it's just about sex, then I think there's a conversation to be had about, this isn't about wanting to connect emotionally with someone else. This isn't looking for another husband. This isn't, this is me wondering about different sexual experiences. And I don't know how that looks. I don't even know if I would do it, but I want to talk to you about it first. And is there any potential future where you could potentially see us making space for that in our relationship? I know that's not your desire, But is there any way, especially we've seen a lot of people like opening up their relationships and a lot more about polyamory and things like that lately. So it's not like this isn't like out there as an idea. Yeah. But for people who are able to do it well, they still have their primary partner, the person they want to build a life with, the person they want to be married to. But just on the inside, they need something else sexually. It's not that they don't have sex with their partner anymore either. So it's like, could you consider opening it up? And maybe he doesn't want to do that, but maybe... Maybe he could see that as a benefit for him too. And it doesn't take away from, and maybe this is naive on my part, but it doesn't necessarily have to take away from, I feel like their emotional bond. Yeah. So it's hard because that's, that's like a whole like other, like different realm from like the traditional, Hey, we got married. This means we're here. We're kind of stuck together. Like we don't go, we don't think about any other people. We don't acknowledge other people. I just don't know that that's necessarily always feasible, especially for someone who's never been with someone else and who, you know, got married at such a young age. So I think I want to commend her for a lot of things for being honest with herself first and foremost, being honest with him and then really trying to figure out what the next step is. The one thing that she did say that sort of like my ears perked up was, I feel like I should learn to be alone. Mm. So when she threw that in there, I was almost like, I'm kind of thinking maybe there is more to it than just being with someone else sexually, but still wanting to like maintain the like marriage, which is also fine, right? People, their relationships change, especially when you get married so young and you're in your twenties, right? Like people change and whatever. It doesn't say anything bad about him. But when, if you have a desire to have some time alone, see if you can be alone, you also have to listen to that. Then it's not all about sex. It might be about something else. And we're on this earth for such a short amount of time. I don't know. It's Some people see it as selfish, but I see it as like, 
you have to follow your gut in a way and then just trust that, that after all of that, you went and you saw, you fucked a bunch of people, you were on your own for a while and you still are like, my husband was the best I ever had. Just trust that if he's not available to be with you after all of that, that you can still figure it out. And yeah. there's still someone amazing out there for you. There's still someone that could be even better than your husband. So there is a level of self-trust you have to have that if you do leave this scenario, go out and try a bunch of things, that per- and then your husband decides that he move- is moving away emotionally, he's not available for you anymore either, you have to trust that you can just handle it and not regret that. Because how can you regret something when you wanted it at the time? Yeah. Yeah. So hard. Especially when she's saying she really, I mean, went to counseling over and same as you, I really want to commend her for going to counseling, for bringing it up, for having the conversation. Because as as I was reading it before I got to that point, I was thinking, I wonder if she's going to say anything to him about this. And then she said, we had the conversation. I was like, oh, damn. Okay. And it probably went as good as it could have been when she said it went, she went, it went dot, 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 okay. And I think that's probably as best as it could go. I mean, totally. to imagine having your partner of however many years, I don't, maybe she said how They many. met it when she was 20 and she's 31 now. Okay. So yeah, you've been a partner for 11 years and they tell you, hey, I'm interested in maybe exploring. I'm sure it's not going to just go like, okay, sure. Like on the first time, right? <laughs> like, yeah, let's do that. There could be some continued conversations around it. Like once that you've opened it up, now you can start maybe having more conversations around it, reading some books by Esther Perel or some people who teach about ethical non-monogamy or things like this, where you can have different relationships and just see what's out there. But to you know the person who said it's it's being selfish and you need to let your husband go, I feel like that's a paradigm of if you think that you need to be with the one person and you can't open that up and he needs to get what he wants, like he should be able to have what he wants. Totally. So, so his, his response is totally valid. Yeah. So like his, for him saying, yeah, I want someone who's all in. I'm all in. I'm yep. not looking around. I don't need anything else. Yep. That's totally valid. Yep. So if his paradigm is that and that's what he needs, then he should be able to have that and you should be able to have what you want as well. And so I also think one of the things she said was, it really sounded like she kind of wants to, my gut is telling me I need to learn how to be on my own, but my heart breaks at the thought of hurting my husband and separating. And it is really tough when you are basically breaking your own heart to save someone else's. And I think you have, you have to live with you. And so are you engaging in just self-betrayal while you're trying to help him? And ultimately he's going to see if you're if you're engaging in this self betrayal you're like I'm just going to stay because I want him to be happy and you're shoving all of this down and you're unhappy soon it's still going to erode I believe it's still going to erode something because you're, you're not going to be yourself yeah like different things are going to come up right mm-hmm. you're always going to be wondering do you believe you can stuff it down something like this I don't do you just turn it off? I don't think so either. I don't. I think we would like to think that you can. Just shut it off. Just put your blinders on. You're in a marriage. Like, just be better. Like, I feel like I could see people in the older generation telling someone like her, like, this is just a, like, a you phase. know, like a phase. Like, oh, I felt like this too, but it'll be fine. You'll get over it. And maybe you can shove it down. But I think whenever you shove something down, it comes out another way. It comes out in sickness. comes out in a weird addiction. It comes out in distraction. It comes out in overworking. Yeah, like fairs, yeah. anytime you shove something down, I really think it will pop up somewhere. So sure, she probably can, but you know, what is it going to turn into? It could turn into an affair. It could turn into just like, I just work to avoid or I drink or, you know, mm-hmm. there's something else that comes up out of it. So it's so tricky. And it's, I, I really think she did, so many great things in this and having the conversation and, you know, potentially just 
keep having the conversations. I think that's all you can do when you're in uh-huh. a space like that. I mean, I sort of identify a little bit, not the same scenario, but you know, when I found out about my ex-husband's affair, we stayed together for a year mm-hmm. and that year just felt like one big holding pattern. Yeah. Like where you're having conversations and you feel like nothing ever feels resolved. Like you leave every conversation being like, that didn't really help, but you keep showing up to the conversation. And at some point it shifts at some point there's a moment where you you get this head of like i know what i have to do that's not the same as i want to do it but you get a hit of i know what i need to do i yeah. know what i have to do and it's not going to be exciting it's not going to be awesome it's not going to be fun but you know what you have to do and so i think if i was going to give advice to this gal i would say continue to show up and continue to have these conversations with their therapist if he is open to having a continued conversation about it, I would say show up to those conversations if he's available for those. And at some point, one of you will know what has to happen. Yeah. It just will. Like, that's why I say it's a runaway train. I don't mean that. I just mean like at some point, because this is even, I say this to my clients all the time, because you're even thinking about quitting your job, you will at some point. And it, it might just completely be an upheaval of your life, but you will figure it out. You will figure it out. And that's where like the self-trust piece comes in. I don't know what the next step is. That's why so many people stay in relationships because even when they're miserable, and it sounds like she's not even like necessarily miserable with her husband, but like so many people stay in relationships and choose a familiar misery over an unknown future, over an uncertain potential, yeah. you know? And for some people, maybe they think, oh, that's stupid. Like you, you have something great right here. And I agree, like that's she could definitely stay but I agree with you I think at some point something is going to shift and I don't know where that's going to come out but and she's also so young you know to me at the end of the day 31 you still have so many life experiences in front of you and it sounds like she's not making a haphazard decision right it'd be one thing if she just like threw her marriage out the window but it's like she's really taking her time with this so she's doing the care and she's looking at it from all the angles and so I don't know that she can do anything better but I don't think you can force this decision I think at some point the answer will arrive I I think sometimes too it's really hard I think we talked about this in a breakup episode is I think some of the the hardest breakups are when there's nothing quote wrong so sometimes Maybe there's maybe there's something in the relationship that's just you're not feeling fulfilled in. I don't know. Um, he could be a really great man, and you could just feel like this just isn't it for me. And it feels really, really difficult. Sometimes you almost wish, like I just wish they cheated or they hit me or they did something because then it'd be easy to break up. I had these kind of relationships before, um, where I had to break up with someone who was fine, like we were good, and I just was like, this isn't all there is for me. And I remember those are some of the hardest relationships to end because you don't want to break the person's heart, but you are the one sitting there struggling and every single day. I mean, this is why she's in therapy. She's like, she's obviously struggling and talking to someone and it's like, it's really building up. And my boyfriend in high school was a good example. Like we were together for four years. Great person. We did a lot together. I kind of felt like we needed to sit together because we had a baby together, but there were just I just knew I needed more and I felt like I was ambitious and I wanted to travel and there were things that like I was feeling being held back, not necessarily by him, but just didn't feel like I could really grow in a, as a person with him. And I remember thinking, I'm going to walk away from this. And then in my deepest, deepest heart, I was hoping I would go out there, kind of look around and then I come back and I never did. And I think that was also a fear. Like now I'm okay that I never did. But I remember thinking like, I will definitely go back. I have to go back because I just love him so much. And I still care about him as a person. And that 
just, it doesn't mean that I was supposed to be with him forever. Mm -hmm. And to your point about her age, she is so young. I would hate to have her have this inner turmoil for another 10 years and be 41 and then go out there and look or 51 because it, she's got a lot of time. She has so much time and there's, there is so much out there. And it's not to say there's a better, like you might go, wow, he really was the best. And, and, and I really believe this, if he really was the best and you go out there and do your thing and he's going to kind of know too, maybe you'll come back together and be like, you know what? We were the best for each other. And like, I'm sorry I did this to you, but thank you for letting me go. And he'll forgive you and it'll all work out if that's the way it's supposed to be, or it won't work out that way. And that proof of it, not the way it's supposed to be because it won't be that way. <laughs> so I think whatever happens is going to be what's meant to happen and you'll figure it out yeah. and you'll trust it and you'll figure it out for sure. Let me ask you this question. If you, if it's just a matter of um, new experiences sexually, do you think that there's an option for the two of them to explore something different? Or do you feel like that's possible? Like, so for example, if you're in a long-term relationship and maybe things get stale, right? And yeah. I, I um, really like Sex with Emily, her podcast for this. She's very like, you know, talk about your partner with your preferences, like bring stuff up. If you want to try something new, like, is that possible? Or is it like you need a completely different person? I think it's possible. It sounds like it's not totally about sex in this scenario, but I definitely think it's possible. But I think it has to, again, the person their paradigm, you know, depending on what religious upbringing they were, they are or whatever. I think that there's people who, I think in my marriage, like I had a very traditional idea of marriage, but I think over enough time, if my partner was bringing up like, Hey, I want to bring another person in the relationship or I want to do something, maybe at a certain point I would have been like, okay, maybe I'll consider, you know, like it might've worn me down. I think you have to get warmed up to certain ideas though yeah, for I a agree. while. Mm -hmm. I think there are things people can bring up to you that you're like, no way. And then as you talk about it more and more, you start getting warmed up to the idea. So like what your point too was like, just keep having these conversations. He may warm up to these ideas and be able to open things up. Yep. Um, I think the first initial sh is like the shock and you're like, no, this is, I don't want anything different. So I think how he reacted is probably about the way you could expect anyone to react in this scenario. But I do think you can open things up and it can change. I think people warm up to these ideas and over time, if they are willing to open up to the ideas, yep. but yeah, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound like this is totally about sex actually. So it sounds like, you know, like to your point of her wanting to be on her own, just have experiences. It doesn't necessarily seem like she's um, just looking for another you know, partner to hook up with. Yeah. Although I'm sure she wouldn't mind that. Like, right. I'm sure that would be great too. And I'll be honest, uh, you know, I feel like personally, if I was with the first person I was with today, I would probably be curious too totally. and wonder. I, I think that's really normal to feel that way. Totally. So I think it's normal to feel that way. It's a different, where I think she's on a different level where she's like really, it's like really bothering her. Yeah. I think some people it. might feel that way and go, no, I, I really, I'm cool with who I'm with. And that's, that's also fine, but I think she's in a different place. So yeah, I agree. Well, thank you so much for asking this question and for allowing us to share our thoughts. Really. I know it's a vulnerable share and we really appreciate it. Um, and please keep us in the loop. That would be great. Just keep us um, updated if you feel comfortable doing that on how things are progressing. And we just want to commend you for choosing honesty over uh, betrayal and your husband. It'd be so easy. So many more people just have an affair. They go outside the marriage without having the conversation, without thinking about it as deeply as you have. And so we really just appreciate this question. 
question. And for those of you listening, uh, we love this these kind of episodes. So if you guys have questions, comments, or you just want to sort of download with us, um, we are happy to receive those and just riff on them in the podcast and give you our thoughts if this is interesting to you. Um, you can always post in our Facebook group anonymously, or you can send us a DM and just tell us if you don't want us to share your name. We definitely will not. Uh, but thank you guys for being here for your time and attention and for being available for some of these really tough conversations. We really appreciate it. Love you guys. Bye guys. See ya. See ya.